0: How's it going guys? Peter Tom, we're back again. Mr. Harbuck, Mr. Harbuck, what's going down?
1: No. <laughs> all right, see you later guys. <laughs> there we go. Quickest, best podcast ever. Uh, Efficient. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's all good. Just just down south, doing a bit of training and, and that. Um, both got fights. Mine is June 25th in Belfast against Federico Pasquale.
2: George's is July... July 22nd against Kyle Driscoll. When I first got the name, I sounded like some Irish rugby player or something, but it's an American
0: yeah, yeah. it's interesting that because it's different completely different regions for different sort of stars as well on records, like Pasqui is all like finishes most of it
1: he's seven and all um I think he has one decision somewhere um but it's like his his six of those seven have been shit mm-hmm. like he has fought really poor opposition um and then the seven, which is Paul McBain. Just he looked quite like, um, I don't know, you know, I don't want to just talk shit about him. He's a sound guy, but he looked a bit flat in that fight. Stockbridge looked early, um, yeah. But be- because of this, we don't really know a whole lot about Pasquale. Like, you don't know what he's, you don't like. There's just not a lot to go on, mm. which is interesting. It's fun. Um, we get to discover some stuff about him that he probably doesn't even know himself. Well, well, well he's where go are on he looking? His... <laughs> Good I'm going to have a very thorough feeling out for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: just in change rooms as well. <laughs> 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 if you don't get caught by Graham. But with that, anyway, it's an interesting one. Obviously, with the Italian side of like MMA, you see a lot of the same kind of, I don't know, very aggressive starters and then kind of burning out as the fight goes on. And regards of that kind of opponent, you're kind of used to that, really, aren't you? You've had a lot of five fights recently. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've, yeah, like, I've just generally had a lot of people who've, like, come at me and try to kill me right away and then got very tired and I beat them up. Um, yeah, like, he, he's very, like, even in the fights against, like, some cans who are, like, a foot shorter than him with tits, he still looked really tired when he's not meeting any resistance. And it's like, yeah, it's not going to bode well for him. Um, you can't
2: blame someone for having a tag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See him on only fans suit. Yeah,
0: you know, fair you <laughs> You seen the one of on, them um, only fans? I think it's Craig Wood or whatever um, it was on Sport Bible. It the one that got shared. It was like an absolute athlete versus a guy, just
1: like I don't know. It was a bad like journeyman match. Oh on. yeah, I've, only cans is, is a is a hell of a page. I like only cans. Does it? Are we any closer to figure out who it is yet?
0: Me and him DM, and the reason we DM is because people accuse me of being him, and I'm not only cans. <laughs> It's funny, but it's a bit too spiked for my sort of humour. But either way, he's God's work. He's a
1: vigilante. Yeah, 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 Like the UK MMA scene has needed that for a while.
2: I uh, think because I think I appreciate his work calling out the can crushes more than mm. calling out the cans because some of them, you know, some of them they are just jumping in to get a hundred quid because. Uh, it, you know, goes into the family's mm. pockets. Some people are just looking for some sesh money. Yeah, it's most of them, it's Yeah, yeah, most. Worst, get Fucking
1: 99.9% of them, it's sesh money. Yeah, well,
2: you, you get a few where, you know, they might just be trying to make ends meet a little bit better, but it's the can crushers. Yeah, paint yeah, the picture,
0: yeah. paint the picture. You're woken up, a Saturday morning, your skin, your mates are going out tonight. What's the first <laughs> thing you think of? Is it, borrow off your mate? Is it, you know, ask people on the street? That's a bit too much now. I'm going to go see if insert fight show him. I'm going to name one. (laughs) Fancy's someone getting their shit pushed in for 100 quid. That's my night sword.
1: I mean, it it doesn't really function anymore. But like MMA Total Combat, which was in its heyday was glorious, had like Dan Seven, Ross Pierce, and all these people on it, but then just slowly devolved into the point where it was just like all the, the reprobates from. Like Spenny Moore and Durham <laughs> would just use it to get sesh money. <laughs> Funding crackhead. Well, what was it? Oh, there was um. No, I it'd mean naming names and, and blaming people. So I'm not. Joe Blogs do... and you know Joe Blogs' manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to do that actually. Give them Italian names. So the
0: squad is doing. This.
1: <laughs> well, actually, well, just. If you want to talk about cans in UK MMA, just Darren Moffat's your man to be fair. Hmm. Like, Quarantine Fight Club, that was that was special.
0: That was an art form. So for anyone who isn't familiar with Quarantine Fight Club, can you fill people in?
1: So basically, when lockdowns happened, and we didn't know a whole lot about COVID, so, you know, we rightly assumed it was more dangerous than it is just to be on the safe side. So everyone, for the most part, was, was sticking to lockdowns and all this. But Darren Moffat, a hero of the people, I should just get because what Darren Moffat does is he gets cans for fight shows. So he's like, if you want cans, you call Darren Moffat, and then he calls his cans, and then they rock up in like a, a with cans, <laughs> with cans in a people carrier, <laughs> to or get to, cans. to get money for cans, yeah. Um, like Costco. So Darren Moffat just f- found some space and just made his cans fight each other and live streamed
2: <laughs> <Facebook>. in various <laughs> warehouses. And- Abandoned- <laughs> it was, it was there is
1: something so <laughs> glorious and brilliant about bad fights and just just shit fighting now was this a Mandela effect, or did Danny
0: Mitchell make a tournament for journeyman i
1: think i That's think as I- a- re- as a result of of that yeah, yeah i don't know I- if it i don't know if it came off because I think more lockdowns and stuff happened and he wanted to put it on an actual fight show um but yeah, I, I
2: saw a poster for it. Yeah, there was yeah, there definitely, people, definitely, so definitely so was real, wasn't it? Because
1: I'd been suggesting this for years. To be fair, I'd been like, I was thinking like the the can could be like, I mean, the belt sorry would actually be made of cans. Like it would be great, but uh, you know, I, I don't have the what's the word the cans the connections or <laughs> the patience or the organisational skills or the money to put such a thing on. But Danny Mitchell has all those things and could do it. So fair play. I mean that'd be the art as well because what's the thing to get all the
0: restreets the Owen forty sixes whatever well, else to we'll go and fight each other? But at that point you're just like four and fifty something. That then what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Thing is though with like yeah. then it goes to five, <laughs> <and> then six, <laughs> you break even.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's
1: that's the dream.
0: If you start from scratch, you're nil nil. You then take a few outs. What's the amount of losses you reckon you could get and then come back and break even after that? What point do you draw a line?
2: Because thing is, there's been a lot of Japanese fighters through that way. Like, Manawa man comes to mind. He was like, he lost his first eight or ten fights before really? pulling back and getting punched in the face, but heel-hooking various people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, yeah, Jap- certain fights in Japan where, you know, they'd get a hometown fighter. You know, like Sakuraba, they've yeah. got a hometown fighter he got mashed by Vandalay, and the plan was just to put him back in with the Five months later, and he's just got mashed. You know, like it's just a different view of it. Over
0: well, you, Harry. How many losses you could you could take and then get stuck in again, and catch up?
1: Uh, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you could technically get get fucked on, but then if you end up pally with some promoter. They could just give you a fuck ton of cans, or a fuck ton of fights against the same can. <laughs> you could, you could sort it out that way. Like if all you give cared about was the record and the numbers on the record, just you make it work. Yeah, there's there's no one number that's uh, unfeasible. <laughs> Stack them up and knock them down. <laughs> Pretty much, out. yeah, yeah. Like, oh. Have you seen um, what was it? The, the Steve Martin film, The Jerk. Oh yeah. Where he's like man he really <laughs> hates those cans <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked that Cliff has not ended up on like an only cans edit yet that's my request to him So also- I don't know which camera is on
0: Source just source it.
2: Just <laughs> you don't look to the camera, you look to the sky.
1: That's it. gather his <laughs> Please, Please, only cans. Can we use some Steve Martin clips? Just that one specific Steve Martin clip. And if you could find any more that are appropriate, that would be nice. Please,
0: Steve Martin, use your content without getting copyright. please. <laughs> Plagiarism. This, uh where did this even start? I don't even know. But it just keeps on going and... <laughs>
2: we were talking about well, welcome, oh, back, back welcome to, the, to, welcome to
1: a Hardwick Brothers podcast back
0: actually. to the best conversation topic right now is how many cans back to back on the same night could you fight without gassing or without being done So say like, like,
1: like what level of can are we talking about here
0: is it weird? that's already a hard question because they're not necessarily always bad some of them they're just to they take a quick loss quick way out and get paid I don't know what, what level are we going to All say so
1: if we're going to go for like a can that tries so like a can uh, that gives it till they get got that um, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, Restreet mm. maybe because like he's, cause he's got knockouts. Yeah, he's one. like he's got knockouts and has like submitted someone. I, I, I think yeah. Mm. So maybe Restreet. So say if like there was an ender stream of Uh I think I'd have a good three hours. <laughs> You'd be there. Of Sakurava Grace, should, of, non- of just beating Rhee Streets one after the other, after the other, after the other, before it starts getting a bit Larry. Um, whereas I feel like a Wes O'Neill. I could probably do, like, a 24-hour stint. Wes- for Cherry. For charity. <laughs> Just a 24-hour stint. Beating, beating clones of Wes O'Neill The charity. thing is,
0: the morality of most of these like shows, they put him on back again for yeah,
2: 24 yeah. hours.
1: They just see if he can do it. They just take Ref out. Oh. I mean, him? he gives up before he gets hurt, so it's just
2: fine. Was it, was it him where he fought twice on the same show, and then the second time they brought him in, they gave him a different name. They called him like Bartholomew Johnson. <laughs> yeah, that's, happened <laughs> that's happened a few times. That's happened a
1: few times. I've seen that with like.
0: C3. I've, I think a uh, few Ma- of them get like topology, like, you know, cancelled.
1: Yeah, Ma- Marcus Hammond once, I think, fought as Marcus Hammond and as Bonham McGregor on the same show. <laughs> Bonham <and> McGregor. That's <laughs> I'm sure that's a thing. Oh, what was the show? What was it?
0: Matt Bonham McGregor.
2: Oh. I can't remember. Bollocks.
1: <laughs> sure that's a thing I might have to go, like have a sneaky google of it under the table which is very probably not not the
0: words to say on a camera but either way yeah. um, so twist the same question every next can is like a zombies on cod kind of thing the next one's progressively stronger or a bit better that sort of thing
1: this is now more complicated
0: it, it gets more meta and more meta as it goes along. how many waves of incrementally
1: better every street so how many at the same time how many? Oh, that because like I think you'd probably end up struggling by three. Like I reckon I could I could maybe fight two restreets at once. But well,
0: let's stop naming as as the actual individual. Let's go with two at the same time, two journeymen. How would you address that? What's the plan A? Uh,
2: like what space are we in? Like you're in a cage. In a cage. Yeah. Pro
0: size, space to move, but not like space to run away too far.
2: Mm. That makes it trickier.
1: You kind of have it... to be on the back foot. You you you'd want the cage behind you, even though that's sort of generally not like. Mm. Good practice in one-on-one fighting. You'd want it behind you when there's two of them, because then they—that would mean they were both in front of you.
2: Because, like, in a theoretical fightonomic situation, uh, you'd try and
1: like
2: Yeah, you'd try and like Battle of Thermopylae at like Hot Gates, <laughs> find a doorway or something, and then just hope you don't break your hands as this never-ending wave of cans comes in. <laughs> you
0: walk through the doorway.
2: <laughs> but um, yeah, you can't do that in a cage.
0: Mm.
1: You can't yeah. really grab can you? Either uh,
2: like, you would probably yeah, back to you would want the back to the fence. You'd probably but, have to top sort of Woodley it a little bit, wouldn't you? Traditional not nothing. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, not, maybe, maybe, maybe not Woodley. Um, uh, traditional ring craft just goes out the window.
1: Yeah, you'd have to. You'd you'd be on the back foot. Plenty of like stabby front kicks, maybe. Like nothing that can be caught. Like you, would, you really wouldn't want to be throwing anything that could get caught by one of them because then you'd be on one leg we
2: need to watch I need to watch the case study again (laughs) when um, it's like some dweebish Batman and Robin versus Spider-Man. That's a famous. Clip. Oh I I... Saying, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: What was the rumor that was McGregor and the Spider-Fans? <laughs> just beating the shit up to Batman?
1: That was like a follow-on from some like Britain's Hardest Man thing, where like they were doing all these promo videos with these like dogs, and it was like just there beating were... the shit. Out. No, I'm sure there was there was like some it was an MMA gym, but put on like this Britain's Hardest Man thing and then they were like interviewing these people and there was these proper docks and then they had this like hard man going, you don't want to be a, a Chihuahua, you want to be a Pitbull, or a Rockweiler, and it's was just like, but, and I'm sure like those two in the Batman and Robin costume were from that, and then, <laughs> it got we, made we, viral, and then we don't know who Spider-Man is.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's a can. <laughs> Maybe it's somebody who's really good right now. Who do you reckon it is?
1: Uh, Starbender. I mean, he uh, you know. I feel like, yeah, it, his style would be appropriate, I guess.
0: Be some arbitrary guy in cage words you never heard of.
1: <laughs> It'll just be some guy from the gym, from just some gym, <laughs> won't it? It'll just be someone who no one, no one has heard of, who is like. As that is just his like little fact that, oh, I, I was dressed as Spider-Man in a viral clip of me beating up. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> would I to sort of, of thing. Bob Mortimer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Mortimer
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's the idea, like what I lied to you and something like that. I'm, I was Spider-Man and got beaten up by a man dressed as Batman on a random promotion that no one's ever heard of.
1: Oh, it was on a big open map, wasn't it? <laughs> Speaking of Bob Martin, like when he's on What I Like You, there's been like, we've had spoilers because they are like, oh, mum's friends with like one of his aunties or something and when it was like, oh, he set, firework, oh, s- set fireworks off in, it, in his house when he was a kid, mum was like, yep, I've heard that story. <laughs> like, just straight <laughs> on. Does everyone in Middlesbrough just know everyone? Is that a thing?
0: Well, i say you guys are the hardest men in Middlesbrough. you were like, no, I'm walking about. Part of my boys, you know, pizza time, this, that, and sat in the other. <laughs> Getting stopped. Uh no <laughs> maybe you just go around george with the pizza like intimidating everyone saying Do you want a slice and looking at their liver like Do you want it <laughs> if they say no then what happens <laughs> <laughs> well that's it there's so much to go into but regards to like this time now whilst you've got fights going on obviously traveling quite a bit is that something you always try and get in when you can outside of camp as well uh
1: yeah i mean like i'm just doing a lot more traveling generally now because my girlfriend lives 200 miles away you know and just started this while petrol prices doubled which was <laughs> um, very very smart financial decision but uh yeah it's it's just good to mix in with like other people and, and um see how other gyms train and like get get a different like perspectives on on techniques and positions and stuff um
2: i, don't know. I just i don't really think i just sit in the passenger seat and end up places it's like oh. magic, fast travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pretty much
1: have. Fast travel with a really long loading time. <laughs> it's just buffering. It just keeps crashing. Fast travel with the loading time is the exact length of <laughs> the time it takes. <laughs> that would be such a Bethesda thing to do.
2: That's just Red Dead 2, isn't it? <laughs> just keeps oh, yeah, yeah good point.
0: <laughs> In regards to different styles as well, I mean, you went to Next Gen as well with Paddy, and that podcast was great as well. Like Leon and then talking about Doggy as well, that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah,
1: then, the, like... You know, if anyone has watched that podcast and seen what Leon talked about, that was, like, the only thing that got left in. Lots of what Leon said got cut out. <laughs> what sort of stuff got cut out? Um,
0: we're free uh, rein here. We no, uh,
1: well, down. like, I'm not going to go into mega detail, but he, he, he admitted to when he was eight, cutting the brakes on some other kid's bike and just watching <laughs> them like, fly over the handlebars. <laughs> like, you know, like ne- nearly attempted murder, I guess. But it's banned it was it because he was all right. Well, he's banned it because he was all right, and Leon was only eight, so, um, yeah.
0: They are so funny as well, just like deadpan or whatever. It's like when I saw him at and um, you guys were at Almighty, and he's just having a laugh before he's even fighting. He's just there having a the time of his life. Yeah,
1: he's just he's just a funny funny kid. I guess.
0: <laughs> what was he saying as well? something like, um, "I just don't like him." I think he's proper cheeky trying to knock me out or something like that. <laughs> oh, it sound? But you know. Yeah,
1: like he just he he's one of these people who sort of has to dislike someone he's fighting. I guess. Um, I think it, that tends to be the way with people from, like, poorer backgrounds, though. Like, I've, I've sort of seen the with fighters. Like, I don't know if because, you know, fighting is more just, like, intertwined with, like, the way they're living and the way, the way they're brought up. But it tends to be, like, people from poorer backgrounds in, in the gym have been more in the sort of mindset of, like, they needed. A survival kind of thing, like yeah, like they, they actively dislike um, whoever they're fighting. I don't care. Like, what about you, George?
2: Uh, well, it's more like probably like hyperactive imagination stuff. Where it's kind <laughs> of watch too many mar- martial arts films, watch too many fights myself, and it's not like I've got this mean streak and desire to hurt people. It's just kind of. In my head, I end up a bit more, a bit more like The Raid or something. Or oh, the fights I have watched earlier that day. The random K1 fights from 2001.
0: It's random left way comes into mind and you start your fight headbutting people. Well, Like um, Baby Miller, his name was only he fought um, Jack Cartwright. Headbutt? Yeah. Is that you got that?
2: Sorry, but you try to do Black vs. Art or 2006 right, on Right, stop
1: me. fucking... Like, who, he, he, who's going to get that fucking <laughs> reference? And it was, a, it was a right body kick. I caught it. I have to cover the distance, so I threw the left up. And he, like, ducked his head in that. Yeah. So, it was... See, with him, if you say it's a headbutt, it gets all defensive. It's like, oh,
2: it's your fault. You did a cheeky nodder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. like, the difference, a headbutt is... It's like a scummy move, it's like intentionally, yeah. intentionally trying to hit someone with your head. Bit of a scummy move it's a cheat. A cheeky nodder is a very noble thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> a, normal a, ch- man. a cheeky An honest nodder. Man. A cheeky nodder is the, the it's like the scientific art of having your head in one place and their head happens to go into it. You know, like
0: a uh, <clears> object.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like and then, you know, on takedowns as well. Obviously not in training for the most part. But you, you get a few nice cheeky nodders off a takedown, just on the scramble. do head comes what, in. What, 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 you got a fucking mint one against Kylie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> in, uh, in my first Bellator fight. And I, was, I actually did it. I did this takedown. There was a bit of separation, and then my head came down into his chin. And it was the second that happened, I was thinking, cheeky nodders. <laughs> you <know, like>, Jack Slackle <laughs> like that.
1: Oh, Jack Slackle like this.
2: Because, uh, yeah, that's the thing with fights. You don't really have... A very complicated thought process it's just kind of weird thoughts fly around in the kind of ether what's the just...
0: weirdest thought you've had during a fight
2: um i remember <laughs> i remember it wasn't even like fully fledged record fight you know that went on any kind of record it was just uh like uh interclub that's the term hmm. you know first kind of mma competition yeah. it wasn't in the club it was just a it was pretty much just a fight that didn't go on a record and uh, it was like four minute rounds I was wrestling him, Lords, because it came from Thai, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to wrestle Lords. I don't want to just be. I yeah. just want to defend a takedown and then try and just be a striker. I just want to wrestle Lords, and it was like in the second of this fourth minute, fourth minute round, and I'm breathing quite hard because obviously it's first intercut. Mm. You don't know how to pace yourself at that point, and I'm I'm on, I'm on top of him, and I'm just thinking. Chael Sonnen's got 40 fights, he's done this 40 <laughs> times <laughs> and I'm just beating <laughs> up my ass because I've got no like Holy sense Jail. of pacing back then. <laughs> Boy, Chael?
1: Chael? <laughs> I think it was when he was at the height of his powers, I think, wasn't it? Or was it a bit? Yeah, it was, it was around that time where he was like... Or well, a silver fight or something like that. It was just when he was the most famous man. <laughs> still is. But he still is. The most famous human. What about you, Harry? What's your weirdest thought? I threw a scorpion kick. Like oh. that's, a, that's a pretty weird thought to have. Like that manifested in something. So fucking. Okay. Uh,
0: specifically a scorpion, is it like the Maniac Pan one or like, like a Rolling Thunder that kind of got bottled?
1: No, 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 I was on a double leg. Oh. I, I, was, on a, I was on a double leg on the fence and I was like oh. over like that. And I was like, is this head leaning down? And I, I, I just sort of like try to curl my heel over my head and it, it, it didn't land, but it come close. But I was just like, yeah, I threw a scorpion kick. It could be a thing. Um, Maybe, yeah, that 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 was a very weird thought to have, I guess, because that actually manifested in something. And if he did have just grab my foot, then I'd have been in a really weird position. Uh, <laughs> um, if you connected, you could have
0: been
2: like highlight reels forever. You could have been the man. The thing is about the scorpion kick, though, is like <laughs> in films it looks so deadly, but the place where it actually gets landed in competitions is in shorter karate. You'll see scorpion kicks landed ever so often, and literally all it does is it just go. They end up in a weird kind of like, not a proper clinch, you know, that kind yeah, of yeah. points karate, chest to chest. Someone just loops it over and it goes. <laughs> it, just gets it, just like, it just like quiffs her eyebrow over. And it does absolutely nothing, but the one who lands it is like, <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure he gets the point. To be fair, that is just shotgun on, yeah. Like they'll just say, like,
1: Hey, ref, ref, look back, got a point. <laughs> That's like, oh well, no.
0: That's the thing with those sort of point scoring things. People get so like, you point and hold, don't you? you tag want to tag you at. Your, those kind of style of things. You can't help the way you train would sort of affect that as well. You think, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fighter, I'm a martial artist. You're out in the street, someone happens up, dad got you.
1: It's one nail, it's one nail <laughs> <Do you know? laughs> To be fair, I have punched someone once ever, like uh, like outside of sport and random fights in school, and it was like he, he'd hit my friend, and then my friend had sort of like turned around funny drunk, and like bounced this barrier into him. And it was just the most points karate thing. I, I, I ran like, a the side stance, like oh. across. This, I ran like, got into my stance a little bit before I got to him, framed on his shoulder in this like karate stance, went, and then like just ran off. <laughs> <laughs> just, like he just sort of, heart in hand. He just sort of, Bloom. like sort of confused, and then I just ran to check on my mate. It was just, it was <laughs> just energy. Sorry, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but my friend accidentally judo threw a lass in, in the same scuffle. <laughs> He's just, a, the scuffle was happening in, in, on the dance floor in, in, the, in a club. Like, the, the karate punch was when we all got shot out. But the scuffle was happening, and he just felt someone grab him, and he, like, he went, mm! and then mid throw was like, oh, fuck. Like, he just felt terrible about it, and then got this white, pristine white jumper he got, that, you know, just covered in wine, and he was like, oh, that was a terrible idea. Wait, wait. Who did he throw? Just some some girl. I think it was like, <laughs> I think it was the girlfriend of like someone who was fighting. Who just sort of seen that he was friends with you know, our friends. Like I was just sort of, I didn't even realize what was going on. I was just stood there and I was looked at. Like, oh, we're getting shot out now. But it was just like he just got grabbed and his instinct kicked in and he just did this throw and was like, oh shit! Just lip on some poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> just slap some poor gun from the concrete. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not naming names, but he knows who he is who did that. <laughs> You'd never forget that, Christ. That's the thing with those
0: kind of techniques. Like, How could you do that safely on concrete or self-defense sort of things? You'd just be.
2: You've just got to trust in their breakfall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dance floor breakfall.
2: Or
0: hit them hard enough they have to
1: roll anyway because you fucking bent their spine. <laughs> Both dance floor breakfall and dance floor ipon sound like electric six songs that don't, don't exist.
0: Fire at the disco. <laughs>
2: <laughs> dance floor ipon. <laughs>
0: Fire in the disco.
2: <laughs> this keeps on going. George, take it away. Uh, judo at the tackle belt <laughs> I'm calling it here.
0: Ah, uh, it's peaked. Good night, everyone else. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> oh, this is the thing we have. His chat comes up with some mad as shit. Like I was recapping the other day with um someone about the story you told me on the first one, about one of your mates, the fake taxi one.
1: Oh yeah, um, that's one of. Um, it's I one of Peter Oving's friends. Um, but Peter Oving <coughs> worked as a doorman in London for a bit. <laughs> we'll and, named him. Uh, I'm not naming the the. He's not involved in this story. Oh. Right? He's not involved in the story in the slightest. Like it's just people he knew from working on the doors in London. So there was a there was these these two doormen in London. And one of them had his like just a. Everything was going well for him, like he everything's really going well, he was gonna get married, all this stuff, and then his whole life just felt a shit. Like really, really bad. He was really down on, like proper down on his look. And then he meets this girl and he's like, Oh, you know, saying his his dormant friend, oh do you know what? I think she's the one I'm I'm, I'm so happy at the minute. This this relationship's great. The dormant friend, while while having a browse on the internet and in in his alone time, um finds the the other doorman's new girlfriend on fake taxi um, just in the back of a taxi so he doesn't tell him straight away he gets loads of screenshots of this like you know screenshots of this girl doing you know performing Um, and then puts it in his friend's birthday card so when he opens his birthday card he just sees all this (laughs) stuff (laughs) like He'd been like, you know, just thinking she'd been going off to work doing whatever, and then it turns out she'd been go- <laughs> going off. And ended up I the wonder
2: home. why it's the same taxi driver picking her up for work every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a regular sort subscription service. Well, yeah, that would be a pretty horrendous day,
1: that.
0: <laughs> I'm late for work again. I'm so sorry. It just keeps <laughs> on happening.
2: He got lost again. He do not know where he's
0: going by now. <laughs> That's the thing, I had a comedy show the other day, it was, um, <clears throat> someone said the misconceptions about the UK and that people must think we don't pay for our taxes at all, <laughs> you just get away for free, it just takes ages and it really hurts your ass. Oh, <laughs> it just God. keeps them getting worse and worse. But there's those sort of topics, random things here and there, I don't know why where, <laughs> where I brought that up, it was just so funny, just these random sort of tangents and stuff, I think that's where you guys come across really well with Cage Warriors as well, it's just a bit of life and a bit of like, you know. It's been yeah,
2: genuine. I think, I think we're probably the easiest, easiest fighters they've had to work with. You know, whenever Ian Dean's given us a fight, we're just like, yep, sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Catcher it. Yeah, sounds good to me. You know, like, it's really baffling to me that that's a lot of fighters where, I mean, they're probably much more intelligent in that respect, <laughs> but they're kind of turning down fights surely you just feel shit in yourself imagine turning down a fight and mm. then just like i was imagine thinking i've been beaten by that guy before even fighting that guy that is the most baffling thought to me and we're just like really easy to work with we, we, we're just normal guys
1: yeah. <laughs> some guy, yeah, <laughs> You are referencing a Simon Amstel oh, yeah. gag on Never Mind the Bus Box about Coldplay. Oh, yeah. Like three people, three people in the world will get this point.
2: Oh, yeah. So, what was the joke? Oh, Coldplay walking to a bar, but it's a bit crowded, so they go to a private members' club. But it's not really their scene because it's just normal guys.
0: <laughs> it's like on a. Um Extras. <laughs> the Coldplay and that was so good as well. <laughs> it's just an absolute cunt. But with with that, that's an interesting point you made about these already beaten you before you've got there. And as a professional, especially within a division where you know everyone is, you know where the top is, to then be picking and choosing when you want to be number one. It's an interesting point where you've already taken that L before you've even got in there. Like, it's an interesting sort of thought process because some people think, you know, stylistically, where I'm at now, where I want to go, do you not feel about, potentially might have accidentally taken a fight
2: that was beyond where you should have been at that point? Um, I, I'm just a lot more purist, like purist about it, to be honest. I'm very much, if I couldn't beat that guy, well, then it showed me what I need to work on. Or if I couldn't beat that guy, well then I need to do more training to beat that guy, mm. beat the next guy, whatever. It's like, here's a one example the one fight I've turned down in my pro career. So when Mehdi, uh got COVID and then, you know, well, tested positive for COVID because mm. testing positive and getting COVID are completely different things, really, aren't they? Mm. Mm. So controversial. But, um, Ooh. Ooh, you, know, I, <laughs> yes. you know, it already derailed the whole fight process at that point. I mentioned maybe doing the gorilla fight on the Saturday, the day after, like possibly feasibly doing that. Any, everyone like in my team that I ran that past said, no, that's a stupid idea. Just wait for the title fight. Wait for the title fight in March, you know, when I asked Graham. Even in that, you know, and then Perillo was like featherweight, coming off a loss. Now it's like much more like exciting because he's coming off an exciting win. Mm-hmm. But then it really made no sense. But even then, a fight that made no sense whatsoever, I listened to everyone around me and I just said, okay, we're out for the title fight, which didn't happen that time, but it's yeah. going to happen this time. We're out for the title fight, even in a sense where... Turning down the fight was the most logical thing to do. Everyone around with me was saying that. I still regret that. There's, like, there's still like a purest martial arts part of me that like. Nah, I think you should chill out, mate. <laughs> yeah, obviously on any logical wavelength, it would have made no sense to take the fight. But there's still a part that thinks, "Fucking, fucking, should have took that fight." Mm, nah, no, you chill out, mate. But you know, you can get the. Mm idea I'm
0: getting at. No, definitely that kind of you've signed up to fight, you wanna test where you're at regards of whoever it is, just insert random AI here and (laughs) (laughs) some some random (laughs) fight or (laughs) sort of a a random shuffle.
1: Where's O'Neill? Cease Reed. Cease Reed? He is somehow past all the medicals to get to. Bed. And
0: even though below much less than the £155 limit, uh, 120, wherever he is, he fly out, I don't even know. He's some weight. <laughs> Whatever you need him to be. Bin, bin bag weight. <laughs> With you as well, Harry, Regards to your mindset when it comes to taking fights, anything you think about in particular when it comes to choosing an opponent? I've been
1: stupid, I've fought ridiculously tough competition up to this point. Uh, I I could have probably done with someone telling me don't do that, but (laughs) (laughs) what am I going to do? It's
0: happened, I'm doing it, so it's going to keep happening. So far, so good. I mean, definitely wear a better groin <laughs> guard as well. Make sure it doesn't keep happening. Oh, <laughs> oh
2: fucking. Speak, I, want that a, I want that on his shirt. It's happening. I'm doing it. <laughs>
1: it's happening. I'm doing it. So that would you write that? Yeah, I've got probably... Do, no, I've, the, I've got a diamond guard. It's pretty... It's a It's a good groin guard. I imagine with a worse one, I would be in a, in a much worse state. Like... Um, that's a brand that went to happen. But like, I had a crappy, like, cheap plastic one for a pro kickboxing fight I against Leaf Taggart, who... You know, like, got, got on to win world championships in kickboxing. A really good kickboxer, and um, he kicked me low early. I think it's just a, a symptom of stance switching because I, I get kicked a lot. So mm. in, in in the dick, so I'm probably not not going to be able to have kids. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I got kicked low, and it like it cracked, and then like where it cracked, it kind of like started moving, and then. Mm. Like, I got kicked sort of kind of low, where I kind of brushed it, and then like, people thought I was faking it after that one, but I wasn't. The groin guard was just moving just, at this point. Super sections. Yeah, it was just like, it, it was just chaos down there. It wasn't great. Um And then, yeah, so I've had, and then in the last two fights on the bounce, I've been kicked in the dick, so I got kicked in the dick by and doy after being dropped, so while I was still just... I mean, to be fair, I didn't really think I'd been dropped. I just stepped in, and then I was facing the other way, and I started swinging back at him, and they told me off for swinging back at him. Then Dez kicked me in the dick loads, and then I was at Renegade on Saturday, little little Rico, uh, the Afghan Bantamweight, Cade Warriors. I I landed a calf kick on him, and he spins with the force of the calf kick into a spinning kick into my balls right at the end of the round. (laughs) So, yeah, cheers for that, Rico. He was yeah. out he was out and you know.
0: <laughs> Name shame. He had a nice finish as well on Cage Warriors, that triangle was really good. Oh that. yeah,
1: he's a he's a really, really good fighter. Like like definitely he's better than a two fight pro, if you get me. Mm. Like I've, when I've trained with him, I'm like he he has got a lot lot of skills going on there.
0: When you go to these different places to spar, obviously the people who are also in cage warriors and similar weights, what kind of attitude do you have obviously potentially your opponents you're coming up against?
1: I mean I'll be sparring Jordan tomorrow. He's the champion. (laughs) It's kind of weird, but I'm just, I'm here to do work. It's kind of, you just got to go with the intensity that they're going. Like, you know, I I can't imagine Jordan's like this. He's pretty sound, but if he just just decides, right, fuck it, we're scrapping, then okay, right, fuck it, we're scrapping. If he doesn't do that, then we're not doing that. I'm not, I'm not going to someone else's gym and then imposing how Mm. I think I should be sparring on, on a, on another gym where they've got their practices and it's, it's, it's their house. Like, you don't, you don't do that, so mm-hmm. if like if you go into another gym, you just go with the level that they go with mm. like, I don't know like I've sparred James Hendon a, a few times, we could be like potential opponents in the future I mean to be fair my my spars with Hendon have been fights <laughs> like but like, well, it's just sort of like how fish fish's gym can be a little bit when there's like you know that's how a guest sparring at Fisher's gym when it's t- it's not like. The guest comes in and then everyone's sort of going, it's like, right, so you, you're you going in the cage, You're the, the guy sparring mm. is going in the cage, you're doing a, a fight length amount of fight rounds mm. with them and then you can go in and we will we'll send you the footage and that kind yeah. of thing.
2: Because that's a big thing, how the gym uh, manages fighters coming into spar. whether it's a big open mat and you've got big gloves on or whatever, and you're kind of bumping into each mm. other, obviously dictates the volume, the, the intensity a bit, compared to if it's just, Lock you in the cage, three fives. It's exactly how the fight timing's mm. supposed to be. That kind of dictates a lot of the intensity as well. Yeah, good. <clears throat> you can't be, like, swinging at each other, tripping over each yeah. other's ankles when there's 20 people on a cram mat or whatever. Yeah, Take t- t- everything
1: else. T- yeah, so, like, a, a Renegade on Saturday, um, like, it was more just on, on the mat. Um, and then, like, Joby, Clayton, mm. you know, great great coach, the the most charisma of any human. Really? Uh, was, was running the session. And he was just, um, you know, he, he was keeping it very on the level, like a, after the the spinning kick incident, he you know, he, he sort of like had a word with, with just the entire room between rounds, like kept it on the level, wanted people fighting it, like sparring at a much closer distance and taking the power out of it. Mm-hmm. So you get like more work getting done and there's less chance of, of you crashing into each other. But say if it was just when it were James, Get locked in the cage, there's not a lot of that stuff to worry about. You've just you can just sort of go for it a bit. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it is it's like it is different and it's just dependent on the gym, but it's there's there's benefits to all different types of sparring. Like, there are obvious benefits to just getting locked in the cage and essentially simulating a fight with someone, but then there's also benefits to just being out in the open, being. You know, not having the cage to use, not not having all this kind of thing, having the intensity wear down. Um, you know, there's the like sparring MMA, boxing gloves, and sparring MMA and MMA gloves. Like they both have the the positives and negatives. So it's it's yeah, it's just good to get lots of different stuff in. I'm gonna
0: say now, sparring MMA with boxing gloves is the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. Trying to get any kind of like connection or any kind of submission. I don't I don't mind it. Man. Really? Like,
1: yeah, like if all the AKA fighters do it like you know, Khabib sparred pretty much his entire career I mean to be fair they Kyle's going to be doing it Kyle's <laughs> going to be doing it <laughs> but, there's <no> um, people <laughs> but um, I, I don't I don't mind it too much um, and then because obviously in MMA sparring gloves there is still a huge exposed bit of your hand mm. out where you've got to be really careful not to hit anyone with that exposed bit of your hand because like you know, these knuckles could easy cut someone, or, or you know, it's, it's just not nice, or you can knack your fingers. Whereas in a fight, you don't have to think about that as much. And in big boxing gloves, you don't have to think about that as much. So that's, that's nice. It gets um, you setting
2: up your takedowns better. It's like, it's not completely undoable. You know, there's been Sancho for however many years where it's just been kung fu with wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. it's just been kickboxing and wrestling on a big high platform. An unnecessarily high table where they get points for pushing each other off. <laughs> Do
0: you remember met Morris, the grappling show? That was like a huge stage, and people kept falling
1: off of it all the time. Ring out. Some <laughs> virtual fighter vibes.
2: I, I, it never makes sense to me. It's like imagine someone's in an armbar, and then the, the second he's in the armbar, they fall off. You're like, somewhat <laughs> in some compromised position.
0: Some kind of like rope break kind of thing, or WWE style thing. There's so much of that kind of thing where it's just like oh what was it I lost my train of thought but that, that kind of idea where the
1: platform or the cage of the arena just fucks Gang up Ru-Jima. have you oh. heard of Gangroo where it's like it, it's a big circle and then they, they've got like a pit full of dry ice smoke <laughs> and they all have to fight in like doggies you know like the sleeveless geese
2: oh it's mint like, like Paul like... Phoenix off Tekken
1: that is an actual thing just... <laughs> that's so cool
0: i tell you what's gangster and so efficient and so simple you know karate combat that's all green screen in the back. Like, because you see the actual, like, pit they fight in. Outside of that, just huge green screens, because it's always, like, some sort of lava pit or some kind of, like, grass. You never even think about it. You think, oh, they must find some cool place to do it. No, it's just all green screens in a warehouse. I'm
1: like, wow, this is yeah, fucking sick. I mean, sick. that's a good idea. Like, you can make it a bit more Tekken-y, I guess. Like, because, like, like, Tekken 1 and 2, it was just landmarks. Like, the backgrounds <laughs> were just famous places. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was a brilliant whole thing with that premise. Like the prize money for the Tekken tournament. <laughs> Some evil Hihachis put up the prize of $2 trillion or whatever it is. And they're just fighting in a basketball court. <laughs> oh, no. so no, where's no, that budget going? No one's <laughs> watching it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> one's
1: watching. Such a poor
0: business model. Oh, well, All the it's... money is purely fighter pay nothing that's else to <laughs> <under> the <laughs> venue. That's but what everyone
1: thinks the UFC should be.
2: That's real fuck you money, isn't
1: it? Yeah, and like the... the well, it's it's... It's not money, you also get the Zaibatu. Like, yeah, he's giving his company away whoever wins. Like. But why? To draw his enemies out. <laughs> How, didn't you read the manual? Like the, the, plot, the, plot, the, plot, in, the plot in Tekken 1 and 2 like, it was not explained to anything in the game. There was just the, like, the little cutscenes and stuff. It was in the manual. If
0: you had some learning fight camps or something, are you all right? How could like, you read the whole manuals?
2: Because I, I was a kid
1: and it was there. And then James was just, you know, our, our, we have an older brother, by the way. Yeah. We were just all watching James play because we were too young and then he picked the manual up and you ah. and then James just managed to finally get to like, he finally completed an arcade run just by pressing circle over and over again. And I'm sure now, looking back on it, he, without telling us, he probably just put the difficulty down a really little easy. Because <laughs> I've tried to do that since on Tekken 2 and it doesn't work. <laughs> Who would you go as a Tekken?
0: Um, why like, is it Yoshimitsu.
1: See, our dad once walked past the telly when we were playing as a kid and just went, sloshy shit soup, ha, ah, <laughs> and now he's always sloshy shit soup. Um, <laughs> My child has just been ruined. In an <laughs> you like playing as sloshy shit soup.
2: See, that? yeah, cause that's the thing. I, I, uh, as I got into Muay Thai, I would uh, play as Bruce Irvin more. But then you'd read the manual, and apparently he was some. <laughs> mad cannibal from the military <laughs> like, there is nothing about your character that tells me you're a mad cannibal from the military and you've seen all this horrendous he stuff you've got some PTSD like,
0: just oozing out like
2: you, you, you're just like an American guy in a Muay Thai fighting outfit it was like
1: <laughs> and that was the thing as well with Tekken like 1 and 2 it was like the the player one outfit, which was like the, the main bit of character design, was you'd have to press triangle or, or triangle or square to select them, and like no one presses those to select and stuff. Mm. And that would tend to be like their fighting gear, and then like you know, X and circle would be their normal person clothes. So but with Bruce, triangle was like some fucking cycling shots and some hand wraps, and then with X, it was Muay Thai shots. So that implies those that casual <laughs> going about clothes or Muay Thai shots. Just walking around, hand wraps on spandex on the Valley Two days on. Yeah, yeah.
2: Just
0: going to Sainsbury's. Just cracking on. I mean, there's so much to go into with this. One thing with that, the same like green screen effect. You walk in the cage, the cage is green screen, everything else is green screen. What would you want to fight in? Any kind of arena? What, so like Tekken the, style. The actual cage itself. It's still the same material you're fighting, but the environment, the way it looks. Something like Tekken, it could be like a basketball court, it could be anything.
1: The Eston nub. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's just at the top of a hill near our house. <laughs> <laughs> you get a look at all the sides. <laughs> I
2: mean, depending on what day you walk up, you could end up in a fight there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a real
0: experience. Oh, that's a thought. Um, most importantly, a though, giant Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> a giant Palmer. So, if you guys want to know palmo, is are from North. North's got loads of cool food. <laughs> um, fight dates, just to remind everyone. So, both cage warriors, Belfast,
2: June twenty-fifth, and July twenty-second in the O2.
0: To arena the world champ, the man himself, Mr. Hardwick. So, with all this stuff, before we wrap things up, a few things I want to go into just questions you'd ask or I'd ask for you to answer for people in general. So, when it comes to these situations, George, when you have those last minute changes, how do you keep your head straight and things clear for making these big decisions when you have like no time to really make them? Um, crying on a park bench. <laughs> <a> <laughs>
2: I mean, that's how I make most of my decisions, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I for lunch. I'm going to cry on a park bench. But, uh, I only got
0: 45 minutes. <laughs> you come back again.
2: It's like, in most situations, just, yeah, yeah, I'll fight him. Yeah, fight him. Yeah, fight him. And then if it's a bit out the ordinary, like I we was saying before, where it wasn't really making sense, or like, uh, Harry, what do you think? No, I'll just shoot with that. Because it was—it
1: was a shit. Like there'd have been no point in taking yeah. that. It was, it was just a, a like, yeah.
2: Because in terms of like, I was dec- still
1: getting paid. Yeah, yeah. And you—you you already cried and been like well thrown off that by that <laughs> point. Cried on a park bench eating some like spinach but, um, slice thing.
2: That's the thing with our decision making. We've already—we've always got like a second there. You know, I ask you, you ask me. Yeah. It's varying degree, this varying degrees of usefulness in our replies mostly not useful <laughs> mostly
0: not but <laughs> I mean a lot of obviously going off to your team seeing like, what they think as well getting that kind of second point of I don't know just assessment of the whole situation and again these things are really interesting because obviously you've had a few things where it's fallen out last minute and it's just beyond sort of stressful but to stay disciplined this time around obviously having the confidence it's going to go through this time what keeps you in that sort of clear headspace? I
2: mean what's the point in not being <laughs> It's like yeah. it's like um, you just pick one thing that's real, the opponent the date, and then any other possibility is just imaginary, so what's the point of thinking about it? I've only thinking about opponent and date preparation. You know, there's still like two and a bit months. Some could still go wrong, but nah, it's locked in stone. It's locked in stone. Locked in set in stone. Which set one in. is it? <laughs> it's locked in or it's just set <laughs> You set it in stone and then you lock it in. <clears throat> Probably into a dark box or something. But um, all well, I want in this changed. podcast
0: is a separate camera Harry just <laughs> reacts to George talking. I don't know I just doubt
2: Every, everything's just in terms of fighting it's just set in stone set in stone I'm fucking losing my speech here it's set in stone until it either happens or it isn't
0: how no, fantastic <laughs> on that note guys your social media where can people find you uh,
2: <clears throat> Harry I Hardwick
1: on Instagram um, I'm gonna get a Twitter now. Elon Musk spot it. Um, I'm hoping a Harry Hardwick MMA is an available handle, and I might actually have Twitter before this goes out. So, I'm, follow. Just what follow, exclusive? What exclusive? Follow Harry Hardwick MMA, and then I'm just gonna to hope, hope to fuck. There's no other Harry Hardwick doing MMA.
0: If so, unfollow that Harry Hardwick MMA and go yeah. to <laughs> Harry I Hardwick.
1: Unfollow that one.
0: And George.
2: And uh, George Hardwick MMA on Instagram, and something I didn't think I'd say at the start of the year: George Hardwick MMA on TikTok, where he rants about. T- that, beans. That's
0: something I want to get into as well. Your TikTok is, is quality and again. The beans, I'm going go for that. <laughs> yeah. I put beans in my lunch for this week purely because of that. The red kidney beans are for you, my friend.
2: They're a, they're a good one. Kidney beans are some, some of the best in terms of nutritional quality. It's, I think it's black beans are at the top in terms of nutrient density. Uh, yeah, but kidney beans are up there as well. But yeah, just that was the thing. I got TikTok. I'll I'll post this stupid shit because I think, well, no one I know secret, <laughs> it's just people in India or whatever. And it, <laughs> uh, you know, I thought clientele. All of cage is just you. Or um you know Sudan, that's another country that's, that's another uh, country. Like, yeah. Well there. There. <laughs> <laughs> there are many countries that are out what? there. <laughs> Suddenly I start post I post stuff and then, you know, I'm ranting about beans. <laughs> and then in the comments it's like, uh, what time's the class is on at MFA? <laughs> like, oh, <no."> a guy <laughs> turned up <laughs>
1: at <that>. <laughs> the gym and started training because of John Bean <laughs>
2: rant. Um, I well, mean, so you know, know all publicity is good publicity, is Just going to double down on it. Is it though? Just going to double down on posting videos with too much text for you to read within the small time frame so you have to watch it again and then it loops and
0: what we've missed there is the absolute trick that when it comes to any referral what's the first thing it always says is how did you find this and the response (laughs) is facebook no friend no social media other (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I found this man talking about beans online and I feel inspired to take on the world what times am I made beginners
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might get a TikTok George George was inspired to get a TikTok when Instagram took down a post because he called someone who, fuck it I'm saying I'm, you he had a guy pull out because they got arrested and George wasn't sure if he could say it or not so he said he was a daft gun but I'm not George so I'm saying it um, and then that post got tucked down
2: yeah huh? Yeah, because t- TikTok's a bit more free for all. To be honest, you get all sorts of random shit that get pulled off Instagram. So,
0: <laughs> the community guidelines are very selective. But on that note, shout out to our sponsor, the English hypnotist. He's been fantastic supporter, and me and loads of guys in the community. Fantastic guy, Richard Hart. So check him out. But thank you very
1: much, guys. I appreciate nice it. Seat. Thank you. Well Training. <clears throat>